0: at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the riverwind casino call-in line at 405-329-9000 now live from the buffalo wild wing studios it's the t-row in the morning show with toby roland and tj perry
1: and uh, i want our coaches to understand that we're not just playing against the team we're playing against all of college football
0: yo nba man Y'all need to look into the Bucs for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there.
2: Winning run at second, the pitch.
1: Swung on, rifle to right field, base hit. One hopper to Suzuki. Here comes Ronald, here comes the throw. Braves win! 6-5, your final. 1-2 pitch, and there's a blast by Simeon to deep center field. Adele is going back. He's at the wall, and that ball is history. He clears the ficus trees that serve as the hitter's backdrop. Back-to-back home runs for Carter and Simeon, and it's 5 nothing Rangers in the ninth. All right, so what is what is your magic
2: number and everything now, T.J.? Where do you stand? Win last night.
3: Uh, Win last night. Unfortunately, Seattle lost to Houston. Uh, Would have really helped had Seattle won that game, but... Um, one for a playoff spot, two for the division. So
0: close. So you mean
2: right there? You can taste it. Heading to the playoffs.
3: Heading to Seattle today. Four against Seattle to close this out. Seattle fighting for their lives, so they'll be hungry still. I think Houston's got the Diamondbacks, who are also fighting for a spot. So they're playing great baseball.
2: Arizona's playing great baseball.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So fun, fun uh dane dunning great last night in the shutout win and as you played the highlight there back to back homers late in the game to kind of put that game away so that evan carter kid man do you believe in that <laughs> i believe mm-hmm. yeah
2: okay nfl uh we were saying before the break king of the mountain picks flowing in here's the slate this week week four lions at packers tonight that's a good one thursday night prime football amazon prime seven fifteen tonight Sunday, my first-place Colts back home after a couple of road wins. They host the L.A. Rams noon games here. Commanders at undefeated Philly. Got a couple of Eagles picks early in the show already. Falcons go to the Jags. Now, that game, Tej, is the 8.30 a.m. game in London.
3: That's right, yes.
2: And there's something going on there with like Toy Story. I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe somebody out there knows what's going on. They're doing something with Toy Story with that game, but I couldn't tell you what it is.
3: Like a theme with their uniforms, or I just told you I don't know what it is. (laughs) Is Airing on Disney Plus. What's going on?
2: Somebody out there, explain to us what's going on, please. But there's your. Wake up early. There's already football on game. I don't mind that, honestly. Dolphins at Bills. That's a good one, huh? A Dolphins are a juggernaut right now. Buffalo's really good. Uh, here's the toilet bowl this week. Broncos and Bears in Chicago. Both teams winless. Ravens at uh, Cleveland. Steelers go to Houston. All noon games here: Vikings and Panthers, another matchup of two winless teams. Baker and the Bucks in New Orleans, and Bengals at Tennessee. Afternoon games on Sunday: Raiders at Chargers. Your Cowboys hosting Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, and the Cardinals are at the 49ers. That there's the pick. Everybody's making the 49ers. Or a lot of 49ers picks early today on King of the Mountain. That Everybody went against the Cardinals last week, TJ, and it bit them. Yes. They're going against them here this week. Sunday night, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend and the Chiefs will be in New York to take on the Jets. And then Monday night, eh, I'm not really excited about this one. Just one game this week, Seahawks at Giants. So there you go. There's the slate this week in the NFL. If you're looking for a pick out there, all right. I
3: have your information here. It is Toy Disney, Story. It is a Disney Plus uh, collaboration. Uh, you can uh, you can have an alternate Toy Story themed broadcast taking place on Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Mobile NFL Plus. The Toy Story Fun Day Football will kick off at 9:30 a.m and with the normal broadcast kicking off simultaneously on ESPN. Yeah, Eastern Time. Uh, Let's see here. Per ESPN's release, in addition to the gameplay, all of the surrounding aspects of the game, announcers, graphics, scoreboard, penalty announcements, celebrations, and more, will all embrace the Toy Story-themed offering in their packaging and delivery, all occurring in Andy's room. So all right. the play-by-play announcers and everything. It says there will be an animated announcer crew. Who's with doing Drew,
2: the play by play? Oh, an animated announcer An crew. A-
3: animated announcer crew with Drew Carter handling play-by-play, Booger McFarlane as the analyst, and 12-year-old Pepper Pursley as the field reporter. The crew will comment uh, with all three fully animated and their body mo- movements viewed through motion capture technology. So, yeah. I mean, I'm it's digging pretty it. much full-blown cartoon version here of the game playing out in Andy's room. As the game plays out, I'm
2: digging it. i watched watch that.
3: Hmm. How about that? I like
2: Toy Story. Like, if it was something stupid, I wouldn't do it, but Toy Story's big time, you know?
3: Yeah, Toy Story's great.
2: I hope Slinky Dog is in this. I know that would give you nightmares, but
3: uh, Rex? Slinky Dog himself doesn't, but just his ride. So, just his roller coaster.
2: Um, uh, you think Forky is in this one? Oh,
3: Forky's got to be in it because uh, at the end, they got to say, uh, put a Forky in them. The Falcons are done.
2: Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head, mm-hmm. lots of hugging Bear. I mean, obviously Buzz and Woody, but I hope they go deeper than that, you know? I hope we got the whole cast here. Right. Um, Who else? What's the guy with four eyes called then? The, you know, the little alien dude with four eyes across the front of his face? Oh, anyway.
3: yeah, the little green aliens. I don't remember what they're called. Maybe they're just
2: aliens. I don't remember. Okay, cool. And that's on what channel now?
3: Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, it looks like an NFL Plus on mobile.
2: i gotta, well, I got to stream it.
3: Yes, yes. Not on a okay. regular channel.
2: Yesterday we were talking about uh, the college football playoff system. 6 plus 6, 5 plus 7 seemed to be the proposed change because the Pac-12 is disintegrating. And we thought, well, that's a no-brainer. That's what they'll do. But they're not doing it yet. They voted yesterday to... Table it for now. They're going to leave it 6 plus 6 for now and wait and see what happens to the Pac-12. So this is interesting because obviously the Pac-12 is falling apart. However, the name remains, as I understand it, with Oregon State and Washington State, the two teams left behind. And so there has been talk of a you know, a merger with the Mountain West where, I don't know if it's all the conference or some of the conference or what, where they would assume the Pac-12 name. And I guess they're waiting to see how this plays out and say, well, well, I mean, there's still the Pac-12. It's a different set of teams. It's certainly not as attractive of a set of teams. But we've promised them a spot I don't know if we can go back on our word here just because the conference changed. So we'll have to keep an eye on this. Does the Pac-12 champion, if the Pac-12 continues to exist in a lesser form, does the Pac-12 champion still get an automatic berth in the college football playoff? Uh, I kind of hope they do.
3: the sympathetic part of me yeah you love everybody to have a chance well i just feel bad for
2: oregon state and washington state here
3: well don't suck historically you're happen to be good this year but they're both you're a right. terrible program what well,
2: i could name several programs as bad or worse than oregon state and washington state oh, I they know got you could. unlucky
3: i know you could and guess what they're never going to win their sec conference or their big 12 conference Most likely. They might once every 50 years.
2: I'm just saying there's 12 spots here. If you want to throw them a bone and and their conference champion gets one of them, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Who else is going to be in that conference? Who's in the Mountain West right now? Let me look this up real fast. Mountain West Conference. Uh, let's go to that. I was waiting for TJ off the top of his head to tell me. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'm I'm not even attempting.
2: Here we go. Air Force, Boise State, Fresno State, UNLV, Wyoming, New Mexico, Hawaii, Colorado State, Nevada, San Diego State, Utah State, San Jose State. Throw in Oregon State, Washington State. Boy, that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams with state in them. It would be a it, it would be a group of five league, yeah. But they still live under the Pac-12 umbrella. You might have to legally let. happen. I was it happen. about to
3: say the group of five candidate typically comes from one of those teams. It has, it yeah, has a lot I mean, of you've times. You've got you've got the Coastal got Carolina, the American up here every now and then. Yeah, yeah, the,
2: but, the American has has had it um, with Cincinnati. Uh, but Boise's been there before. Um, you might have. I mean, there might. This might be a legal situation. You know what I mean? Like the agreement was made six plus six, with five of the six being these particular conferences: Big Ten, SEC, ACC, Big Twelve, Pac-12. And the Pac-12 still technically exists, so you got to give them a spot. It might. It might be that. It probably is that. Now, I, don't, I would imagine that's not infinitely, but imagine the agreement they've made is for an X number of years. But
3: Well, George Klykov and the ones before him shouldn't have been terrible at running their conference and running it into the ground, Yeah, and we wouldn't be having this discussion. So legal, no, legally, say- you sucked at your job. We shouldn't all pay the consequences by letting one of your scrub teams in. You're out.
2: It, well, I mean, that's the argument, right? If you... If you're really adamant about this, if you're the rest of the conferences and you're adamant about the Pac-12 doesn't deserve a spot anymore, then you say, Judge, uh, this isn't the Pac-12 that we agreed to. Right. Things have changed. (laughs) When I I agreed to marry this woman, she looked entirely different than she does now. Okay? She had massive plastic surgery. (laughs) Her nose is now on the side of her head. Uh, You know, all kinds of things have gone wrong here. So, uh, fascinating to follow. So, you're anti Pac 12 having a spot, which of course would fall in line with your worldview.
3: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing surprising about that take from me.
2: Please, no Cinderella's. All right. We do not want any underdog stories at all. Yeah, well, worth following. I thought it would be a no brainer. I didn't even think about this issue yesterday when we were talking about it. I thought, yeah, five plus seven. Everybody will be on board for that. Congrats to Drake Stoops, named a Campbell Trophy semifinalist yesterday. Do you know what the Campbell Trophy is for, Teach?
3: Is that the walk on?
2: No, Drake Stoops is he's on scholarship, scholarship now. now. I know. I, I didn't know if
3: he's still qualified because at one actually, point I he don't
2: know if he is him. or not. I assume he is. Yeah. That's probably paying the way.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's I think for, even though they start that way, they can still qualify for that award. Which can Which which wasn't the Campbell?
2: Campbell is uh, is academic
1: oh, okay. excellence.
2: Okay. He already has his communications degree. He's now going for another degree. I saw yesterday he's got a GPA of like
3: 3.5. Look at Drake. Which is, ah, it's fine.
2: <laughs> it's, uh, so good luck to him.
3: You wouldn't be satisfied uh, if uh, mm-hmm. when Chloe gets there, she's got a 3.5? Uh,
2: well, I'd be happy with that, yes. Okay. But <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: If it was me, I wouldn't let him post a 3.5 in the newspaper. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> You're right. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Congratulations to Drake. Uh, we'll see if he can get it. Now, before we go to break, I'm coming to see you today.
3: That's right. You're not coming to see me. You've got to come to the station for your day. well. There's
2: there's two main draws. <laughs> they Three both start main main with draws.
3: T's. TJ and Tamales.
2: Three main draws. One, cake. Two, I get to see my best friend. And three, and this is most important, I need those tamales.
3: <laughs> you need them.
2: I thought last night, I was like, ha, maybe I'll bail on this thing. Maybe I'll, you know, <coughs> let everybody else enjoy the cake and right. I'll just say I don't feel well or something. Because this is going to be a three-hour chunk out of my day, teach. I'm going to have to drive down there. I'm going to have to party with you guys i'm gonna have to drive back Uh, maybe i see if i can get out of this and then i remembered (laughs) i got tamales down there (laughs) that's true i need my tamales so i'm 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 gonna be down there today for my party
3: if you uh tried to get out of it i'm afraid there would be a lady that drives to your house grabs you by the ear and drags you down to norman she's already she's already told me and wore me yesterday look be looking out for me. When I get here tomorrow, you've got to open the door for me. I'm going to have this cake. I mm-hmm. said, all right, I'll open the door for you. Calm down.
2: Yeah. I know. I know. They're all adamant about celebrating me. Been all right. A lot of, there's been them. a lot
3: of big birthdays in this station this year.
2: Have you got me a gift yet?
3: Yes. Um, I didn't wear anything to work today. Golly, come on! Why do you do that to the people? Anticipation, anticipation. Why, why do you do that? All these people are—you got
2: kids going to school today. All kinds of stuff. Now people are nauseous. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody.
0: Seven nineteen. We'll hit your text next. The T row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. Bringing trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. Conveniently located in several uh, metro area locations. Coming soon to Ardmore. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905 405-831-5905 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line I apologize to this person I get asked this a lot And by the time it's 20-30 minutes removed I don't remember TJ trying to figure out before And I'm lost What music was you, were you playing on the outro Before the 7am break It's Kind of a Spanish country guitar thing going on Love that song Trying desperately to find it Love your taste in music I don't remember what I played there I apologize So if you hear it again at some point be quicker, and I'll try to read it quicker, and then maybe I'll remember. Love your,
2: love your taste in music. Yeah, he
3: loves teacher. my taste in music. I appreciate her. She. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have on the King of the Mountain? Matt so There B. are some
2: reports out this morning, by the way, that the Clemson will announce in October, which is almost here, that they're leaving the ACC. Mm-hmm. they got to be going somewhere if they are announced they're leaving.
3: But yeah, you got to end up some type of location, so
2: Big Ten, SEC. Hmm, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, it's not. I know not like any big name reporters, but several different places are reporting that today. So
3: why do you got to bring weight into this thing?
1: Hmm?
2: Oh, big name reporters. Oh, name.
3: Yeah. Uh, week four pick for Matt B is the Chiefs. Matt B Chiefs got it. Uh, Jake from Blanchard. Good morning. My pick for the week is the 49ers. Sooners have a defense, and offense will figure it out. Uh, Figure out the run game this week. OU, 49, Iowa State, 6, says Jake from Blanchard, who picks the 49ers.
2: I I mean, we're going to break this game down uh, a lot tomorrow, and we're going to hear from their play-by-play guy next segment. OU scores 49 points on this defense. That's an unbelievable day.
3: Well... And even uh, offensively, if I, uh, Iowa State's not great, you hold them to six. Yeah, oh, forget yeah. Forget about I'll it. Take yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, Jeff says, how about those OKC Dodgers, 2023 Pacific Coast League how about champions? That? Uh, so I saw this this morning when I got here, and I said, huh, who knew? Do you believe in that? <laughs> who knew? I didn't even know they were playing for the championship. Wow. So congratulations to the Dodgers. First one since what ninety six, I guess. Is what I'm an like.
2: isotopes fan myself.
3: Yeah, you are. You are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat my team in the Rough Riders, so. The isotopes or no, the Dodgers? The Dodgers. Oh, okay. uh, Tracy and Burleson is taking the Eagles. Oh, right, got it. Marietta Sooner was like to know Toby. Do you ever do a onion volcano on your grill?
2: No, no, no. I'm, I'm not a show off.
3: I've tried it didn't work as well as uh, what you see at the hibachi restaurant, but I have tried it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do do a lot of spatula flipping, though.
3: (laughs) Southpaw Sooner is going with the Chiefs. I make quite a racket
2: when I'm outside. (laughs) Chiefs? Yes. Everybody in the neighborhood knows I'm cooking.
3: Uh Uh-oh, this one's not signed. They want the Chiefs. Let me scroll up here uh oh OU, OU outsider would like the chiefs all right so far we're doing good
2: i, I shouldn't say that but
3: good morning tj and t gator is ready to hunt coins with t hashtag spike was safe Oh, well, let's see what we got gator here uh oh gator is uh got him a dish of coins here that he's uh, sniffing out in the floor here
2: i'm jealous gator
3: yeah that looks like about 83 cents 83 cents Mm. Uh, I have a pair of Hoka Mach 5s, and they're more of a running style, but they are amazing. I love them. The I, I don't know what says. mine
2: are called. I should go see what they're called. I, I don't really care, but uh love them. Can't wait for, to go on my walk today.
3: Sooner CB says, Hoka overrated garbage. I hate them. On Woo! cloud all the way. Wow. Strong take. Some shoe trash I'll be honest there. with you.
2: I've never worn a pair of on clouds. Teddy loves his on-clouds. Yeah. He's a big on-cloud guy. I'm loyal to the Hoka brand. I love them. They've been great to me.
3: I'll say this. When I wear my on-clouds, I don't feel like I'm on a cloud. Mm.
2: That's the damaging review right there.
3: Yeah. Just telling it like it is. Ronnie B., King of the Mountain. Ronnie uh, M, M., excuse me. I don't know where the B came from. Ronnie M. would like the Chargers. Got it.
2: Give me a couple more, and then we got to uh, get to uh, John Walters.
3: Joe from Norman wants the Chiefs.
2: Joe from Norman, uh, all right.
3: Oh, you architect. Hey, TJ, how many of your bumper music choices for your show make the playlist for the lake? Um, the stuff that plays randomly, I have loaded in the computer. Some of it's been in here for years. The stuff I'll play randomly probably is more likely on a playlist.
2: That's a good idea for our website to put like uh, TJ's weekly playlist on there or something like that because people love your music so much. I
3: do have playlists but I'm also a big album guy. I put an album on and I listen to it front oh to back. Gosh, Oh my god. Like gosh. that's how the artists really want You're you to those listen to it. I am one of those oh, people. I want to nice. hear if it's a concept album and what their You'll concept love it in vinyl. is. You sit down in the basement uh, I don't have with vinyl. your vinyl. I don't have vinyl although I did send my wife a picture the other day and she said no. And I said alright. There was a guy in the neighborhood that posted in our neighborhood thing, like, hey, getting rid of my jukebox. It's loaded with old country uh, albums, Ooh. this and that, 45s. That's goes, like great at the lake. He says, something's broke with it. It needs repaired. Take, like, five or six guys to lift it so heavy. And I text my wife and said, what do you think? And she just said back, no, you don't need that. So, I Come on, you go, did, go get it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> she's, and she's right. I would have never figured out how to fix the thing. It would have sat in the living room and... Just taking up space, but I was like, How cool is this? It's already loaded of up. Of course. With you albums. don't
2: need it. Right. But when you're a man of your wealth and extravagance, don't a you think I need an be old a nice edition. loaded with I forty fives? I think they'd be great at the lake.
3: Might be a little difficult to get into the lake place, but I was thinking at the house. But either way it'd mm. be great, yeah uh ron, There's probably
2: room in that living room it takes 150 feet to walk that's true around. there is room in the in front there.
3: living room in the first in the one, more, one more one more one ron tyndall in tulsa would no, like oh. the Sam. no here we go rod first dispute of the tyndall. day
2: rod rod tyndall let me see here i thought i was looking at ron nope no rod tyndall I, i've seen him. let me see why he's eliminated hang on a second <clears throat> week one week two Here he is. week two i got no pick from week two right. or week three from him
3: all right i've got them all here so dallas was his first pick september 8th in on mm-hmm. 634 so that's correct yeah, uh oh this is why rod you're out sorry <clears throat> 149 uh 148 p.m on his second week pick that's why i never rod, saw it that's why I didn't can you text it.
2: him back and tell him he's out before he just keeps sending in picks every you're
3: week? out rod you're out
2: Take a break. you got to get them in between 6 and 9, folks. You know this rule. 7.32, when we come back, we go live to Ames, Iowa, to visit with the voice of the Cyclones, John
0: Walters, back after this. The Ref Radio (laughs) Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
2: Sooners and Cyclones coming up on Saturday night in Norman, and we welcome in now... My good friend, the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters. He'll be on the call for the Cyclone Radio Network. John, good morning, sir. How are you today?
1: Doing great, Toby. How are you?
2: Doing good. Doing good. Looking forward to seeing you and Mr. Heft on uh, Saturday afternoon once again. Um, Let's start with last Saturday. Good win over the Cowboys. Put uh, 34 points on the board. What, What clicked specifically offensively last week?
1: Well, I think Iowa State was able to do something that they had struggled to do in the first three games, which was stretch the field a little bit. They got some real production from the receivers. They got Jalen Noll back. He didn't play against Ohio, and that certainly hurt them in that game because I think he could have had some success in that one. But he's a guy that can stretch the field a little bit, makes plays down the field. He was really productive. And then Daniel Jackson is kind of emerging as a third receiver. We knew that Jaden Higgins – was a decent receiver for Iowa state Uh, coming off a really good year at Eastern Kentucky, probably the best threat in the red zone, but to get one more downfield threat like Daniel Jackson, I think that helped to stretch the field a little run the ball a ton or run it great. They did run it some and they run it, ran it just enough to keep you honest and had a little bit more success as the game went on in that category. So, uh, I, I think that's something that can help the run game, which needs help right now. It's it's struggling. And so uh, some encouraging things from the offense. But Rocco Beck really played well for a freshman. You know, he's a, a red redshirt freshman making his first Big 12 start, 348 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. He he just played a great game. And so more than anything, he, he was the reason why I would say one.
2: Tell me more about Rocco. I'm intrigued. He's got good size. Looks like he's got some good mobility. What have you seen so far out of him this year?
1: Dad is Anthony Beck to play at West Virginia and then played in the NFL for, for several years at tight end. And, uh, and Rocco is a young guy who's 6'1", 205. So, you know, kind of almost a similar build to Brock Purdy, not quite as thick as Brock. But does some of those same things and that he can move around and keep plays live with his feet. Doesn't necessarily look to run it a ton, but he is a threat to run the football. And, but he's really good at keeping his eyes up and and down the field and, uh, and moving around to create plays. He's only been sacked one time all season, which, you know, is partly him. And part of that credit obviously has to go to the offensive line and the running backs for doing a nice job protecting him. but, yeah, you know, only one sack. I think Iowa State's one of only three teams that's, that's been sacked only once. Then he's only been hurried eleven times, and you know Iowa State has created forty quarterback hurries. They've only had their quarterback hurried eleven times, and so uh, sometimes a sack isn't the uh, tell-all on, on the stat, but they are getting some pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and opposing teams are having a difficult time getting pressure on on Rocco. So. You know, it's been good to watch him develop. They put a little bit more on his plate every week. Um, he, you know, he, he's still a very young guy. And they just have learned that as they add a little bit more to his plate he, each week, he can handle it. And now obviously, he hasn't faced an environment like he's going to face this, this Saturday. I mean, this is a total, totally different animal than the OU that he visited uh, about a week and a half ago. And, and he played okay at Ohio. He was probably Iowa State's best player that day. But uh, this is this is obviously a different challenge with the noise and the crowd right on top of you, and so it, it'll be a real test for him this Saturday. But so far, so good with Rocco.
2: Man, you got a quarterback named Rocco too. I mean, for your job, John, that's just that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I, I I love it, and of course, uh, Coach Campbell has a son named Rocco also, so he's oh, he probably saw this as a real natural fit as well. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> He's got Rudy and Rocco as his two boys. I don't think we have a Rudy on the team right now, but if if some kicker comes along, maybe we'll add that.
2: John Heacock's done it again, uh, number one defense in the Big 12 in many categories. Who's the best player on this defense, John?
1: Great question. Uh, I think T.J. Tampa, probably, uh, the cornerback who clinched the game with an interception the other day. I think he's the best NFL prospect certainly on this defense, but there's some really good players and TJ and miles purchase uh, are part of what I think is Iowa state's best secondary that they've had. Although Malik Verdon was unable to play last week. If you get him back, you, you know, having him out there with Bo freeler, who's a very good player, Jeremiah Cooper, who's got three interceptions on the season and then those two corners really gives Iowa state a stout secondary. Um, So I think that's the strength of the defense. They're a little bit younger up front, but Dominic orange and Tyler on uh, have done a very nice job on the defensive line. And so that's helped Iowa state immensely. Orange is a load at about 340 pounds. And you got to have a good nose guard to play this defense, this three man front. And he's been that for Iowa state. And only a guy who's about 295 on the edge and can set that edge. And, and is a very, very good player. So, I think they have several really good players on this defense. They're young at linebacker. They've had some guys emerge there a little bit too, but it's they're, they're certainly young there, especially Gary Vaughn missed a, a couple of games. And he's their sixth-year senior. So with him out, they got really, really young and I think paid a price for that. But Hopefully he's back this week.
2: I don't want to uh, ask you specifically about the scandal and stuff because everybody up there I'm sure is tired of talking about all that, but – from your perspective, just kind of a, as an observer of the program, how turbulent has all this been? How, how difficult has all of this been on not just Matt Campbell, but Iowa State fans and the whole program?
1: It was tough this summer, certainly, when it was all unfolding. And, you know, a scandal is probably a strong word because I think that this is probably going on around the country, but it just hasn't been investigated in other places. I'm, yeah, I think it's highly likely that if you – you know, if, if the Department of Criminal Investigation in any other state did this in any other state, that they would find some college athletes that are doing the exact same thing. So, you know, for some reason, the Iowa DCI decided to do this. And, it, you know, obviously the NCAA gets involved with the penalties. And it's a stiff price to pay for these guys. I feel I feel bad for them. I mean, obviously they knew what they were doing was wrong, Okay. But when I was 17 years old and I went into a bar underage, I knew that was wrong, too, right? And I also knew that jaywalking was wrong. And, I did, you know, there's a lot of things you do when you're 17, 18 years old that you, you don't think twice about because you think, well, it's not really affecting anybody else. It's not going to hurt anything. And, unfortunately, these guys are paying a, a very stiff price for those decisions. But from a football team perspective, Toby, you know, they knew probably in May, that some penalties were coming down on these guys. So they kind of had to move on. They didn't have a choice. And so I think they did. You know, they, they just said, okay, we're probably not going to have these guys. It's just like an injury. We've got we've to move on, and we've got to start getting other guys ready. And thankfully, in year eight of Matt Campbell's program, he stacked good recruiting classes, one on top of another, and they had enough good players that were ready to step into some of those roles. You still miss that leadership because they're you know you're talking about older players these were five older players that are not playing and and four of them on the offensive side of the ball so I think it's taken a little bit longer for the offense to come around but we saw some signs last week but I think from a football perspective it was like you know what we, we can't sit here and dwell on this we have to move on and that's what they did
2: did you just admit to underage jaywalking
1: back I, in your youth is that what, wow yeah, yeah boy yeah Yeah, but I I won't say what town I
2: was in. I hope the the DCI, is that what you said? I hope they're not listening today because... (laughs) I
1: wasn't in Iowa. Who knows? knows?
2: At that age. Um, You know, Iowa State the last three times, I guess it is, they've come to Norman. They've either won the game or, or scared the living daylights out of the Sooners when they've been down here. So I would imagine that, this is a pretty confident bunch coming down from Ames that you, you mentioned that uh, Norman is different than than go to Ohio, but still, I mean, they've played well here, John, they've got to be, they got to have some confidence.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of these guys have played in those games, a handful, most of them, most of them haven't. There's a lot of new players. I mean, those were some veteran guys and Brock Purdy and Charlie Kohler and Chase Allen, you know, that had played down there in those games. And, those guys are all gone. Many of them in the NFL, and uh, these are a different group of guys. But I mean, you're right. The last three meetings, it's 101 to 100 at Oklahoma. So, mm-hmm. you know, pretty pretty tight games for sure that have come down to the wire. And the games' the names have been pretty competitive too since Matt Campbell arrived. So, you know, he took a series which was completely uncompetitive and and made it competitive and. Uh, it's a pretty amazing feat because OU is once again very talented this year. I mean, I think it's going to be a a tall task for Iowa State to come in there and win this weekend, but I'm not saying it can't happen. But, man, you're going to have to play really, really well and probably win the turnover battle because the way Oklahoma's been playing on both sides of the ball has been very impressive. But, you know, I think Iowa State's starting to play better on both sides of the ball, too, and their special teams are coming along. And in a one-game setting, anything can happen. and. and You know, Iowa State does try to play kind of more of a methodical style, like Kansas State, which has also had success against Oklahoma. And they try to slow down that that crazy pace that Oklahoma plays at. And honestly, too, Toby, this defense was created for the the Jeff Levy style of offense. That's when John Hickok, you know, really decided to go to this defense because so many teams in the Big 12 were playing a pace offense with a, a lot of snaps and, you know, trying to keep you from substituting and that's when he went to the to this, you know, three safety look and it's a lot of teams are doing it now, but it was kind of built for this. So that always feels you know, makes you feel like you at least have a chance.
2: Cyclone fans gotta be loving watching Brock Purdy in the NFL and what he's doing.
1: It's been a blast. And you know, the the story, you know, Disney doesn't even have to embellish it. You know, if, if Brock was the second to last pick in the draft, they'd have to embellish it and say, "No, he was—he was, he was Mister Garvel, he was the last pick." They don't even have to do that. He was the very last pick in the draft, and then go out and do what he's done has just been awesome. And I think as you start to see some of these NFL quarterbacks like Trey Lance, uh, you know, that didn't get a lot of reps in college, I think they're paying a price for it. A lot of these guys, Mr. Trubisky, I'm a Bears fan, so. I'll I'll use that one as an example too of a guy that didn't get a a ton of reps in college and struggled in the NFL and you know here's Brock who came out having 40 games or whatever it was 45 and you know all that experience under his belt and success and I think picked up quickly now he got dropped into the perfect offense for him I mean it, yeah. there's no doubt uh, that with the tools around him uh, that has helped uh, accelerate his play but. He's playing at a, a very high level, and it's been really fun to watch.
2: John Walters, play-by-play voice of uh, the Cyclones. John, safe travels down here to Norman, and look forward to seeing you on Saturday, bud.
1: Sounds good, Shelby. Thanks for having
2: me. Thanks, man. There you go. Uh, very cool of John to be on with his teach while drag racing,
3: apparently, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> He's from uh, jaywalking to drag, uh, street races. Dangerous. What a wild man he is, huh? <laughs> in the a.m.
0: We'll be back. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do, too. This is the ref, home of Sooner fans.
3: T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Study opportunities in colitis, Crohn's disease, different arthritis, cancers, several different areas that they uh, work with. I believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Hightowerclinical.com or call 405-831-5905. It has arrived. I was the first to see your special treat today. Oh, how's it look? Looks like a delicious Luann cake. That's what it yeah. looks like. yeah. Uh, Chevrolet text line.
2: Is that? A, are we having anything else besides cake? Are we I have having no lunch idea. too? We're
3: having lunch, but I don't know what it is. I have no idea.
2: Uh, so I shouldn't eat before I come down.
3: No, he should. Right. No. Right. Good to know. Uh, Burly Boomer says: Manic Monday, Taco Tuesday, Hump Day, Thirsty Thursday, Feel Good Friday. That's what he thinks those days are. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, Makes more sense. <laughs> LG Sooner sixty-three will take the Chargers. all right. Dr. Awesome would like the Eagles. I f- yeah, there he is. I thought he had... Uh, you know, we're good. Okay. Uh, morning, fellas. Hope <clears throat> this didn't sign this one. Uh, Sooner, Stu, and B.A. Got it. He would like the Eagles. Got it. Greg would like the 49ers. Just Greg. <laughs> Greg... 49ers, okay. TC and NC would like the Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Okay. We're down about 140 or so still on the mountain, by
3: the way. Jeff in Arkansas, he's going Seahawks this week.
2: Hmm. Not sure we've had anybody pick the Seahawks yet. Okay.
3: Roy Al from Raleigh. Also Alan Munson. Also Alan from Raleigh would like the 49ers. (laughs) I've got you down as Roy Al from Raleigh. Yeah, I think that's what I put him in as. Rambo OU would like the Chargers.
2: We're getting a lot of picks in this segment.
3: Yeah, you drew first, blood. I didn't. Okay. Uh, Mike from the suburbs of Fort Worth would like the Chiefs. That's a long name, Mike. Got it. I bet he wears Hey Dudes. Uh, Michael from Missouri would like the Eagles. And Boomer. Sooner. Got it. Donna and is going Eagles. All right. Boy, I like this. My uh, email's getting shorter and shorter. Sooner Man and B.A. Sooner Man with two ends would like the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. What is the website to listen live on my computer? Hmm. KREF.com. Yeah, send that to them.
2: KREF.com.
3: Yes. Uh, King... King 4 of the Mountain. Oh, why am I reading that backwards? King of the Mountain Week 4, Brian S. Would like the Chiefs this week. He says we may have overlooked him last week. He had the 49ers. Let me go back here. He did. Did we miss him? Was he one of the ones we needed? Brian
2: S. Let me go down to eliminated last week names. Brian S. No
3: pick Week 3. Uh, He was in, yep, 6.05 a.m. What day was that, September 21st? Thursday, yeah, 49ers. Okay. And who do you pick this week? Uh, Chiefs this week.
2: All right, Brian S., you are back on the mountain. Thank you for that correction. And we will pause right there. Um, Eight o'clock hours still to come. Got to jump into some more uh, Sooner football talk when we come back. Continue to take your text messages. Knipple Meyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Back after this.